Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The Iron Brew Podcast is sponsored by Henley Granite and Marble. Henley Granite and Marble offer very competitive pricing on a huge range of worktops. We pride ourselves on our fantastic customer service and three working day lead time from template to installation on standard kitchen worktops. For more information, visit henleygranitandmarble.co.uk, quote Iron Brew for 10% off your quotation. Small enough to care, big enough to cope. Welcome to the Iron Brew Podcast. Brad Mel, Matt Ellis and Neil Wright on this one. Now, it's been a while since we've done one. We've got quite a few things to go through tonight. We've got uh, three games at Southend, Bradford and, of course, Crawley for most recently. And, yeah, we'll do them like we did on the last couple of episodes. Some will be a bit more general and, uh, you know, the Crawley one, I guess, a little bit more detailed because it's the most recent. Not that there's an awful lot to discuss about that one. Uh, mm. But we'll start off with actually two bits of really good news. And I think it's important to bring this up and chat about it because it's, it's great for the players. It's great for the club. Um, so, yeah, it's obviously it's, it's been and gone already because we've not done one for a long time. But Mason O'Malley got a call up for the Republic of Ireland under 21s. Uh, he played the game against Wales. He played 70 minutes of that game. They won 2-1. Uh, I, I did watch the first half of that game, actually. It was, you know, it's quite good to watch. Interestingly, you can, if you want to see that, if you want to see him play, that game is still up on the FA Wales YouTube channel. So it's, it's worth looking at. Uh, but yeah, you know, obviously it's fantastic to get a call up at any stage, isn't it? But, you know, I know that di- there is a difference between a call up from the under 21s and the senior side, but it's still a league two player. You know, we're still in league two it, to get a call up at any level. I think it's tremendous achievement. Oh, I think it's fantastic. And I think it's well-deserved because he's just got better and better every time he's played for us this season. And as you just said, for a League Two player to get an under twenty one call up, it's only it's only going to make him a better player, in my opinion. Yeah, it's it's decent, isn't it? and and he he's been pretty good this season. He's you know not not every, not every time he's he's played, he's, he's been great, has he? But he's been he's been very steady, and I think he's yeah. he's got such a good left foot. Um, and, and when he's when he you know where he's going forward, he, he always puts a really good delivery into the box, and it's obviously what, what you want to see from your fullback really and he's kind of got mo- you know most of the attributes that, that he needs to sort of have a, a really good career at um league football level hasn't he really so it's, it's nice to to see a, a young a young player that we've kind of developed um in recent years go through you onto on the international stage even if it's just under 21s um, but like you know i'd like, like to see him back in the scum top team as soon as possible really well, I think he is, isn't he? He's played the last few. I think this whole situation, though, it just reflects well on the club, doesn't it? I mean, I know it says only his first game, but he played 70 minutes, so it's not like he was just there to be on the bench. You know, it's an important part of that victory. So hopefully this is the first of you know quite a few for him. And like you say, Matt, a player that we've developed as a club, if he goes on to have you know a decent international career, it's fantastic. And, you know, it will get traced back to, to here, really, won't it? Well, like you said, Brad, it's all credit to the, everybody involved at the football club, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And fantastic for him as well. You know, that's worth pointing yeah. out. It's he'll, he'll have loved that. Uh, and like I say, if you want to check that out, that game's still on the FA Wales YouTube channel. You just go back a couple of videos and uh, you can you can watch that. So, yeah. Uh, and then similarly, some more good news for one of our players, 
Lewis Butchroyd, obviously still with us uh, at the minute on loan at Hereford. Uh, they're still playing the FA Trophy. He played 90 minutes in the semi-final game where they beat Woking 1-0. So they've got through to a Wembley final. So that's against Hornchurch, I think it's sometime in May. So yeah, that'd be another one to watch out for. But you know, great, great for him. You know, I think if you think back to our In Conversation series, anybody that's played at Wembley in any of the times that Scunthorpe have been there, you know, they've all basically more or less said that that's been one of the ultimate aims as a footballer, isn't it? And I think mm. that is still something that exists. And for Lewis to get that at, you know, at a young age. And as I think we were saying just before we started recording this, Neil, you know, in terms of that, people are going to be watching that game. You know, any game at Wembley, yeah. outs, things like that, they're going to take notice. So it's a real chance for him. And like I say, he played 90 minutes in the semi-final game. So it stands to reason that he'll be playing the final. And quite rightly so as well. And, you know, massive congratulations to the kid. And, and I really hope he enjoys the experience. Mm. And I think, you know, I'm, I'm sure I'll, I'll tune in if I can do for that one, because it's just like it's same with O'Malley, isn't it? It's, it's great yeah. to see a Scunthorpe player doing quite well. So Absolutely. if it's not with us, so that's great. Uh, and, and actually, there's something else we were saying. Maybe it changes next season slightly because people watch him at Wembley. It might attract a little bit of interest. So maybe you're able to move him on somewhere if we don't keep Junior Brown. Obviously, we've got Mason O'Malley. Maybe Butchroyd comes back into the picture a little bit as like a competing second. Yeah. And that can only be for the benefit of the club. Yeah, completely agree. So we'll just see how that game plays out and what happens in terms of the summer, I guess, with him. Right. Let's go on to some matches then. So Southend seems an awful long time ago at the minute, really, doesn't it? Um, But it, it wasn't a good performance, like, at all. I think we can get that out there. And I'm sure... When we come on to Crawley, we'll talk about the performance a little bit. But I, I think for me, the South End one was worse. Nothing really happened in that game until about the 80th minute. And I think that's where we're going to start, partly for time and, like I say, partly because nothing else happened. Um, and it's the whole penalty situation. I know we get the equaliser with Beast in, uh, you know, 90 minutes or so. We can chat about that in a minute. But this whole penalty situation... It's it's really interesting, I think, uh, and it's worth discussion because some the FAs obviously got involved, and it's so they've come up with some things that we've not actually seen that often. So it's worth a chat. So if you catch your mind back, the ball comes into the box, it's already gone over the top of Clark. So that's the first thing. It's then these players are not challenging for the ball. It's already past them. Clark pushes their player down, you know, straight up out of nowhere, pushes him onto the floor. He's rolling around completely. Clark gets sent off. They score the uh, subsequent penalty. Now, I think most people were in agreement that, well, firstly, it was ridiculous what he was doing because there was absolutely no reason to make that foul. You're at a point in the game where it's nil-nil. That could have potentially cost us. It is a penalty. There's no way around that. That is a penalty. But it's not a red card. Yeah, it's not a red card, though. Absolutely not. I think the official thing was it was was it violent conduct, wasn't it? That's what yeah. he got sent off for. And it's not that. And their players made a lot of it, obviously. What is then interesting, obviously, we appeal the red card and we get that decision. And he's obviously he plays the Bradford game. You know, he plays the next match. The interesting thing is that it doesn't stop there. There's been retrospective punishment for the South End player. And obviously they... I think the way this works is they approached them. They said he's got two days, whatever, to respond, which they did. And um, I've got the statement up here, actually. It says, uh, Timothy Dieng has been suspended for two matches following a breach of the FA rule E3 that occurred during the South End United's EFL League 2 match uh, against Scunthorpe United. The midfielder denied committing a clear act of simulation that led to the dismissal of an opposing player. 
uh, uh, the 78th minute of the match and that this behavior amounts to improper conduct. So obviously he's denied that. I think they appealed that decision. They lost that. It was upheld. So their player has been retrospectively banned for two matches. And I think this is this is fascinating because I think this is extremely rare. And I, I mean, for me, I can't remember like retrospective punishment for simulation. No, I've never seen this before. Uh, not at our level, anyway. I mean, I might have seen it on a on a few instances in the Premier League when it's sort of well publicised with VAR. And, and and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Well, I think even before that, to be quite honest, but you still get so many different camera angles, don't you? That you can yeah. sort of um, you know look over the evidence after the game's finished. Um, and then I've, I have seen that. I'm sure I've seen that happen a couple of times in Premier League when there's been some simulation that might be uh, diving or something like that. Um, but in, in terms of this, in this instance, in, in certainly in League Two, um, I've never seen it, never never seen it happen before, um, ever. So it's um, interesting and, and not quite sure why the FA have decided to do that, when, whereas I've never seen them do it in, in the past, really. And I, I, obviously think, it's I well- think the idea is that it, it's not, a dive. I think they're saying that the what he does is when he's pushed over, the fact that he's sort of rolling around completely, he's he's basically con the ref essentially into sending the player off. I think that's the issue, isn't it? You know, he, he's done something that's made the ref think it's worse than it is. Yeah. As and has obviously then sent the player off, which can have a significant outcome on the game. Well, it's it's simulation, um, isn't it? It's it's sort of ungentlemanly conduct, yeah. and he's obviously con the referee. Um, so. You know, I think obviously that's why, but it is nice to see it being done. It'd be interesting to see if it happens again. That's the thing. The is future. this a precedent now? <clears throat> well, exactly. And if it is, that's, that's good because obviously the guy's, you know, he's, he's conned the referee, hasn't he? Um, yes, it is It is a foul, but it's not a sending off offence. It's just, you know, disappointing to see a professional footballer sort of, you know, put the dramatics on and roll around on the floor. We see it so often. So it's not really a surprise, but it's, it's nice. It is a surprise to see the FA do something about it. So, you know, obviously that's, that's, that's welcome. Um, I think it was probably embarrassing for Southend to try and defend it. Um, but, you know, it's, it's quite obviously. Oh, I mean, they the, some of the statements they came out with, I, mean, I, I can't remember it completely, but I think he already had it. Didn't he have a bandage on or something? Yeah, and he had a bandage saying, on. Yeah, and he was saying something like when he got pushed over, there was there was dust in it or something. So what else yeah, is he meant dust. to do? It's ridiculous, <laughs> isn't it? I think that's the thing. He's saying he's got some dust on it, so he's got to roll around or something. Jesus Christ. That's that's it was such a ridiculous appeal that I was hoping <laughs> that if they lost it, the punishment would have been doubled. Well, I, this is it. normally if sometimes they do that, don't they? Yeah. yeah. If, if yeah. you appeal and, and it's sort of like like a wasted you know, appeal. Yeah. Exactly. It's exactly. a frivolous appeal. They'll increase the ban. So it's it's a pity they didn't have another couple of games on. But... <laughs> Give him four matches. <clears throat> exactly. Well, it needs, it needs time to get that dust out, doesn't it? <laughs> the referee had, had a pretty poor game that night, anyway. So for for Deng to to con him, then Deng was only doing what what he felt was right. But yeah, I mean. The guy went down like he'd been shot, and it, for me, it was an Oscar-winning dive. I'll tell you. Uh, and I, let's let's hope we see more of this now. Well, that's the thing. I mean, do you, it's it's sort of that age-old argument, really, isn't it? If if the referees and and I guess the FA clamp down on this sort of stuff, you know, players will stop doing it. Yeah, do they stop doing it? Do you think we'll get that? But like you say, Matt, it's 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 rare at our level, you know, at League Two, and and we've we've talked about refs an awful lot this season, haven't mm-hmm. we? And, you know, the amount of penalties we've had against us and, and things like that. And, you know, seven out of 10 of them weren't penalties or some such. Yeah. You know, I, I, I do wonder if the FA is going to start like getting involved a little bit more in stuff like this. 
It is very unusual, I agree. And, and also, they've, they've probably taken the evidence from kind of one camera angle, whereas if it was in the Premier League, you've probably got about 20 different camera angles for the same um, kind of, you know, uh, event. But yeah, I don't know. I'd, I'd like to see him, like to see it happen again. Um, it'd mm. be interesting to see if it does. Obviously, the thing is, you, you'll probably miss it though, you won't, because obviously, if, if we're not involved in it, then it's something that's not really related yeah. unless somebody spots yeah. on Twitter. Um, but you know, it'd be nice to see it sort of happen again. And and you know, what's his Dianc? He can hang his head in shame, can he? Really? But as you said, Brad, <clears throat> yes, it was a penalty, but no, it was not a red card. It was a no. yellow at the most. And obviously, it could have sort of cost of the game it would have just been that because let's be honest it was a poor performance and realistically I don't think we deserved anything out of it really I mean we do get a point don't we and it's it's that goal and it's quite a nice ball in Uh, it's headed away Carajan's sort of on it a little bit and then Beeston sort of pushes through gets it and and puts it away and it's it's one all and it's it's late on again you know it's another late goal I know we don't score all that many of them but there's been a couple this season one all, and I don't know how, how are you feeling after that one. So I, I just sort of thought, in a way, I'm just quite glad that one's over with them. And, and I guess a points, I, I don't know. We didn't. Well, we didn't. I don't think we deserved it from how we played. But uh, I guess it's, it's better than nothing. But it, well, yeah, I was it grateful won for good. the point, to be honest, because a point at the end of the day, a point's a point. As, yeah. As we see now, we're only eleven points clear of the relegation spot. If we've lost that one, then, and after yesterday's performance, we need every single point we can get. With only nine games left in the season. Yeah, we're going to come on to sort of the rest of the season in a little bit, especially in relation to this Crawley game. Because like I say, 11 points and nine games left. There's, in terms of the way we played yesterday, it, it ties in quite interestingly. Um, you but, needed, sorry, was, Brad, earlier in the season, we wouldn't have got that equaliser. No, that is, yes, that is a point. That is a, and I think that is a fair point because we would have chucked stuff away and I think we'd have yeah. probably conceded more. You know, it would yeah, have been exactly. the penalty. That's what I was going to say, actually. I agree with that. You know, if that was earlier in the season, we would have just lost that game. Yeah. Heads yeah. yeah. would have dropped and that would have been it. And I think that, that has been acknowledged, I think, since, I don't know, Christmas maybe onwards. that The defence has got a little bit tighter. You know, we, yeah. we, we have, we are seeing games out a little bit more and like you know like you're saying a couple of weeks ago we we're saying we never get any draws it's something like five and seven now isn't it something yeah, like that yeah. so exactly. you know we, we we're tidying up a little bit it, there's still a long way to go but yeah I completely agree earlier in the season that would have gone completely wrong you needed a bit of a response from that and for the most part I think we get it in the Bradford game now it, it, I, I enjoyed this one I'm not gonna lie I enjoyed that game obviously 2-0 is great but it was a game that, I don't know, it could have been about four all. It could have easily been four-three to Bradford. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's a lot yeah. of, there was a lot of sort of clearing off the line. They hit the post mm. twice, I think, yeah. don't they? You know, that free kick was brilliant. Well, Vernon hit the post and he hit the bar as well, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, he did. Yeah. So, that, you know, it's, and some of them, I, I generally don't know how we've kept them out. You know, we cleared off the line a couple of times. Yeah. Um, it, any other game, really, you'd just think, it just wasn't their day, was it? You know, they, they should have scored quite a few. Uh, well, it was a cracking at, game of football, though, wasn't it? It was great. Yeah, that's the thing. It, and that was, it was enjoyable, certainly the second half. You yeah. know, it was enjoyable. There was a bit of 20 minutes or so in the first half that was a bit, you know, they were in it again and we were off the ball a bit. But yeah, it, for the most part, it was one of the more enjoyable games recently. Mm. And, and I'm sure as we'll come on to, I think you said it in the chat the other day, Matt, you're saying like, you know, you put in, great performance in some regards you get a great result you know we scored two goals that are, you know pretty decent goals as we'll come on to certainly the first one and then as ever and and, and so many times we've seen this not just this year like and i'm talk, going back i don't know five six seven years whenever we have a great result like that and a good performance we just don't take advantage of it on the next game 
and I know there's no fans in at the minute, but it's like you do something well, you think, oh, okay, we're going to get loads more people in to watch this one. They turn up, and then you don't do it to make them come back. Yeah, it's it's a, I don't know, it's just a Scunthorpe United thing, and it? it just seems to have been happening for as long as I can remember. Mm. Um, and and but, I agree. And, and sort of watching the Bradford game, it's probably one of the better games I've seen this season. Yeah. We, we played really well. Yes, we, I mean we were. I can't. I just still can't understand how Bradford didn't score. But it's just one of them games, isn't it? I mean, it's happened to us plenty of times. But we played some good, attractive football, and we were on the front foot for most of the game. And Scored the flip side of, of that goals. is, of course, we defended well. You well, know, yeah, we, they did. didn't score partly yeah. because we defended well. I mean, yeah, well, we we descended, we we did defend well, but also they they created so many chances yeah. that they should have scored about ten. So there's that as well. So if we had defended badly, we would have probably, you know, we would have gone down to a heavy defeat. So I think that that it, it, you know, it was good. I enjoyed watching it. I thought, you know, the next game, what, what's it going to be like? And as you said, I said in the chat, I can imagine we'll just there'll be a boring nil nil draw, and you know, there we go. Exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly what what we thought it would be. So it's 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 very. Um, very frustrating, and it's it just shows a complete lack of consistency, really, because we 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 had a good go at Bradford. We played some really attractive football, some really really good attacking football. Um, well, the goal, so- the first goal, I think sums that up actually, because it's right back at our penalty box, isn't it? You know, they're on yeah. the ball. Gilead wins it back. He runs I don't know, three quarters of the pitch. You know, yes. he takes a few mm-hmm. players in there as well. Lovely ball through to Issa. <clears throat> And he just slips it under the keeper. And I think that's a really nice goal. And I know Neil Cox has talked about, you know, counter-attacking football suiting us a little bit. And <clears> that's an example of where that has absolutely been the case, you know. And, and actually, I think that's, that's where we did win the game with Bradford. For as much as they're sort of bombarding us for a little bit, it, it was on the counter, wasn't it, that we took advantage. Hmm. But once again, you've got a player like Gilead, who we've probably said time and time again, he always gives you a decent performance. Yeah, yeah. And it was the it was a great pass from Gilead, played it superbly. So all he tried to do was one touch, and it just had to go into the back of the net. And it's exactly what happened. Five minutes in, it's one nil, and you're thinking as a fan, we've got a game on it. Mm, absolutely, and Issa as well. He's probably worth a mention because yeah, one of his better ones this season. Yeah, another good performance yeah. um, from Issa. And he, 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 he's almost like us, though, isn't he, really? You don't always get that from him. Um, but he, he did have a good game. And obviously, it helped by him scoring a really, really sort of early goal. Um, he took it really well. He's very composed in front of goal for the most part. So it's always nice to see him kind of up that end of the pitch. Um, but yeah, great, great ball from Gilead. And it was just a, such a sort of, just such an easy... I know he made it look easy, didn't he? He just sort of rolled it and it was like training ground finish, really. But um, And we- it was almost too easy, really, right at the start mm-hmm. of the game. I think you know Bradford probably would have been furious, but well, yeah, I mean, I'm sure they, I'm sure they will, but it's not. It wasn't just in in terms of the goal, really, was it? I mean, can you remember that chance? It was a very similar move to the first goal. A few more involved. I think Karajan's involved in this one. He, he passed it to Issa, and then Issa plays nice ball across through to Green, and he's he, Green's in a lot of space, sort of on the diagonal. I think Green should do a little bit better there, actually. I think yeah, he, he probably should have. Well, to be fair, I think he should have scored it. I think he should have oh, scored yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. it's just moments like that in the game. And we did it a few times at Bradford. I think we saw it maybe once at Crawley. And again, Green was involved. He, it was really nice. I think it was Teddy Howe who sort of capitalises on a little bit. He pushes the ball up. Green uses that pace down the right-hand <laughs> side, crosses across and, and lost. Loft's not there to meet it. But it, that was about the only moment really where we looked semi-dangerous at Crawley but yeah there's a few moments like that in Bradford and it I don't know is, do you think that's the style that Cox wants to play we talked on the last one that we're not entirely sure yet as to you know which how we're going to go next season do you, do you think it's more like that is that what he wants 
Well, he came in, didn't he? He said, I want to play exciting football. And we've seen it in games, like we were just talking about now. The old problem we had, and we said this on the last podcast, you don't know which Gunthorpe United is going to turn up. And that's what's frustrating. Yeah, absolutely. And and like we said before, it, that's, that's it's the same thing in terms of results, isn't it? You know, you do that great performance and then we have the performance like Crawley. You just you, you just don't know how it's going to go. Uh, let's look at the second goal, I think, for the, the Bradford one. Because like we said, they've had so many chances. We get the goal early on, five minutes in, as you said, Neil. And then they have that free kick, they get the post. You know, the, there's the 20 minutes or so in the first half that you think, okay, they're going to get back into this. Yeah. Um, but the second goal, it's it was how actually, wasn't it? And yeah, let's let's maybe chat about him because he was brilliant in that game as well. I thought crossed in, it's headed across, and then Green sort of connects with it, doesn't he? And he manages to to sort of not I don't want to say half volley, but sort of put it in really, doesn't he? Yeah, um, yeah. But it's an, yeah again, nice. It's goal. a great cross. Capit- yeah, it's a brilliant cross. Capitalizes on the moment, you know, double our advantage, and you know that that sort of put it to bed, didn't it? Definitely. But yeah, Teddy Howe, he's he's looked really good since he came in. I think he deserves a lot of recognition. The kid has got better and better and better. He, he had a great game at Bradford. He showed flashes yesterday as well. With, with him on the right and O'Malley on the left, you've got two full-backs that are willing to push on and run down the field with the ball. Yeah, and that cross, you look at that cross for the, the, the Bradford one. If, <laughs> like I say, if you can't remember, it's worth going back to look at because it's... I don't want to say a perfect cross, but it's it's, it's exactly where it needs to go. It? It's exactly yeah, where it's, to go. it's the right height, it's the right pace, yeah. you know. And, and he's you know he's a young player, isn't he? And and, and I know um, Matt Blanchard who says like you know they're professional footballers, they're meant to be able to cross the ball. But it, as we've seen from many <laughs> many of our players, that's not always the case, is it? <laughs> no, it's not. not well, they should be able to. Yeah, absolutely. They, they should be able to. <laughs> yes, but they don't often do. But they? He, he he didn't for most of the game, did he? I thought his delivery was awful until he put that ball into the box. Um, but he 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 did he did have a really good game apart from his sort of final end product. Really, um, I thought it was his sort of. First, first start for us, wasn't it? And I think he's not yeah. played that many professional games, actually. To be fair, no. Um, I, th- I think did they say the only one was the in like in the <clears throat> Checker Trade Trophy that type of thing? Checker yeah, Trade, I think the, someone said, yeah, yeah. For for that to be his kind of league debut, if you like, I thought he was, you know, he was he was very impressive actually, and I thought that you know he, he's quite promising. I thought he, he he seemed to have more about him than than Rowe, mm-hmm. um, and also probably more about him than Clark, to be quite yeah. honest. Um, do, you, he, do you think we're going to be? Looking at him as as a as an option, and he's Blackpool, isn't he? So that's yeah. that's that's tricky. I don't know if you'd you'd get him, you know, from down to League Two from that, even if he isn't first team. But but he's not been getting a look in at Blackpool. No, though, he has hasn't. He? he hasn't. It, I don't know. I don't know. I, you know, I maybe, just don't know if he's out of our reach slightly. Maybe a season alone would would be kind of best yeah. for both parties, really. Um, and I think that would probably be the way to go. But then, you know, you've also got Clark and you've got. You've got Rowe as well, like you said. You don't need three right backs at the club. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Aren't it's... they both? They're both out of contract, though, aren't they? Um, I think they Clark are. Definitely, is. Clark yeah. Is. And I'm I'm sure pre- I, I think is. Rowe is. I don't he think probably Rowe's is. On the list. Okay. Unless yeah, obviously it could be one that we've got options, or so, we maybe so they've already yeah. done something, you know. But some but certainly we've about... also got to consider next season. Belts are going to be tightened even more than they Absolutely. have this season. So I think you're right, Matt. If we can get him on a season-long loan. Then that would be a benefit both to the player and to the football club. Mm. And and like you say, Neil, you know, 
the the option of of him and O'Malley on the other side, and, yeah. and as we know with the centre backs, we're all right, really, aren't we? Taft on a restay, Badeau maybe if we sign him up, yeah. Harrison if we sign him up, we'll, you'd have thought we'd get one of them, hopefully. We've but, got a decent back four. Yeah, think. even even if you don't get one of them, you, you've still yeah. got Manny and Taft. Yeah, um, absolutely. I mean, you know, how many times have we moaned about? one or two of the back four, you know, Donkey McArdle springs to mind straight away. Mm. But at least now we seem to have some consistency and we've got, we've got competition for places as well, which is great. Well, this is the thing. I mean, we've played a lot of defenders over the season and I think something else that's worth mentioning about how is that, uh, as you said, Matt, like, I, I don't know if it was his professional league start debut or whatever. It was an early appearance anyway. He slotted in quite nicely. I think there were moments where obviously he struggled slightly uh, I think in the first half, but you know that's to be expected. He's still a young player, and you know one of his first games at that level. But for the most part, he slotted in, and and like you say, it wasn't like he, they didn't have much to do, as we've already mentioned. You know, Bradford put a lot of balls into the box. There was a lot of you know chances that they could have scored. So I think he did very well. Yeah, he definitely did. He defended really well, and um, you know, be nice to see him for the rest of the season. I like nice. him. I'll admit, I absolutely, I like the kid. <clears throat> yeah, I think yeah, he's good. I do. I do, and I think, and I think. Um, let's move on to Crawley actually, because it, it does fit in. Oh, we? We're we're basically at the point now. I know we've got eleven points, and I know that you look at Barrow; they've turned around slightly. Grimsby are getting odd points here and there where they weren't <laughs> before. But are they not going to let us down? Grimsby, not, no, but I think I think we are pretty much safe. Another couple of wins would definitely do it. You've got nine games left. Really, we're not going to make playoffs or anything like that realistically we're not going to go down so long as you get you know another handful of wins this is the point now where you've got to be looking at what we're doing next season you know we can't just coast to the end of the season you know for the next month and I think that was the problem yesterday because I think whilst the South End performance was poor yesterday's had you know similar things we were still like passing the ball out of play we weren't holding it very well I think the South End one was worse for me um, this one yesterday, it was just a bit flat. It was a bit boring. You know, not a lot was really happening. We weren't, we didn't make anything. We weren't like challenging them. They, they weren't particularly good themselves. It just amounted to nothing, really, didn't it? Yesterday's and, game was an end of season oh, game, wasn't it? Absolutely. And that's the that's the worrying thing. You know, you've got nine games left or so. It's not done yet. You know, there's still 27 them, points there. exactly, and some of them look like, like you said, it's end of, end of the season, you know, like as if we'd only got maybe one or two games left. Yeah. This is the point now where you've got to be looking at next season and you've got to be looking at, you know, the style we're going to play. Maybe this is where Neil Cox experiments slightly, you know, try some partnerships, you know, play players like how, you know, see what he does with, with some other players. And then, because realistically, you've got, the players are going to fall into two camps, I think. They're either going to be here next season. Or they're not. And then that's what it comes down to, isn't it? So basically, we know already there's not a lot of contracts have been done already. There's only, what, maybe eight players signed up, I think, already yeah. for next season. So you're either you're playing for a contract with us or you're playing to get noticed to go somewhere else. There's not really an excuse to just coast a game. And there was none of that on show yesterday at all. People, you know, players not turning up. Green had a, had a poor game. Easter had a poor game. Mm. You know, you'd think those that don't want to be here are in the shop window, so you'd still expect them to put a shift in. Yeah, because you, even if you're not going to be with us, you, you basically you show another club what they're going to what get, you and do. you show or you show us what we're going to miss. Exactly, you know, there isn't really a situation 
where and, and this is even for the players that were already signed up. It's not a case of, oh, yeah, well, you know, I'm, I'm here next season. That's fine. You've got to be like, well, I'm here next season. I've got to be in the team. Otherwise, you know, we know a lot yeah. of this squad's going to go. They're going to bring in somebody to replace me. You know, you, there's just no excuse to just have a nothing performance. No. And it, that, to me, that performance yesterday just wasn't acceptable at all. Well, I mean, um, this, this is it. I mean, what? You, from a full game, 90 minutes. I know it's been so long since we've had a nil-nil. But realistically... You think back, and I, I often make a few notes while I'm uh, watching a match to, for this. There's just there's just nothing in it. You know, shots on target. Did we exactly, have? exactly, nothing. Zero. And at home, that that's at that's home against a team that is equally as shit as we were. And it's just it's just not acceptable at this level. The only thing you know from our point of view, really, was that moment that how to Green goes through to crossing. Loft or Issa probably should have been there. That was a nice moment that, you know, realistically we should have done better. But apart from that, there's just nothing. I think there's just, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what did sum that game up. There's a moment for them, uh, and I think it is on the highlight video, actually, such as it is, highlight video. It's sort of in the box. I think Josh Wright's on it. He's, he's sort of slight, he trips himself. He sort of <laughs> fumbles it about. Some of our defenders get the wrong, you know, wrong side of the feet. It's, it's such a mess. And then in the end, it just sort of, I don't know, it's slightly chipped into Howard's hands. You know, it, yeah. that game just, I think that just summed up the game for me. Mm. But on another day, that shank could have gone yeah. between Howard's legs. And, and, and also, and suddenly we've lost the game. I mean, obviously, you know, they, to be fair, they, they had a few chances. I mean, there was that volley, wasn't there, from outside the box. Um, that was relatively close. There was the one at the end that, I don't know if it was a shot or a cross, but Howard had to make the save anyway. It was, you know, he did that. It was, it was a decent-ish save. Um, but, yeah. There's, I, that was I, about it. Yeah, <laughs> I'll tell you another moment that summed it up. Shortly after Spence had come on, um, basically trips <laughs> over, doesn't he, on the far side and just falls over. I mean, that's, He got shot by a sniper in the Grove Wharf stand. Yeah, I mean, there's not that just to say. that just summed it up, didn't it? Yeah, I mean, and what can you say? Manny came back in. I thought you did quite well to say he's yeah. probably not fully fit yet. Um, Loft as well. It's it was one of them ones really where it, I think it was a bit of both. The service wasn't there at all, but equally when he had it, his finishing was yeah, poor. Yeah, the touches right. was poor. Uh, yeah, he didn't have a particularly good game. And equally as well, I think I I'll tell you what, I'll 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 give credit to Cox for for bringing him off actually because I think he. Could have probably have another, minute, another minute. He'd yeah. have been sent off. I think he was yeah, getting absolutely angry, wasn't he? Yeah. And actually, I think their centre back was quite wise to that because he. Um, I don't know if you noticed slightly before he, slightly before he came off. There was a moment where I think they tried to play the ball through to loft, and he'd not run on or something like that. Yeah. It'd been over here, and he sort of turned back and was like. And then their, their centre-back just give him a slight nudge on his way past, you know, and he, he very <laughs> nearly lost it with him. <laughs> just stoke that, the fire a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but, you know, that, this, is, this is what we've been saying otherwise, isn't it? You, you've had that good performance at Bradford. It's a fantastic result. This is the moment now. Just you push on, points. Yeah, push on. Get the points. Let's mathematically do it. Get safety. An experiment now, because you know, I, I think Matt said it to us in our chat. He's like, you know, realistically, you can't watch nine more games of that, and that's that. I think a lot of people are going to be like that because, no, don't forget as well, you're playing in terms of the fans for next season. I genuinely don't think it's a given that everybody's coming back. Going to call back, no, because I think I think there's going to be some people that I don't know just got used to watching it like this. And uh, if that's an option in some form, we'll do that. Yeah, I think there are people that 
probably won't want to go back, you know, and that's that's fair enough, even if it is, you know, completely safe, as safe as the club can make it, and I'm sure it will be, that they just won't want to do that, which, again, completely understandable. And then I think what we're going to find will happen is when you can have fans back in, I mean, we get what? We get the 3,000, 3,500 average? Yeah, 3,500 average. Yeah, I mean, that, that's about the size I think they're looking at in bigger stadiums, isn't it? In oh, we could easily social distance. We could do that, definitely. But that's our attendance anyway. Yeah. I think what could genuinely could happen is for the first maybe two or three games, you will get close to that attendance because I think it, it's a bit of a novelty, isn't it? You know, you've not been there for yeah. a year or so. Yeah. You're going to want to come back. You're going to want to see yeah. it. So I think people will do that. But I think within about 20 minutes of being in there, that all fades away. You're then just back to watching the match. And if you're not performing, if you're not entertaining, they're not going to think, oh, well, right. Because no. let's be honest, if it's in person, it's going to be what? 23 quid, 25 quid? I reckon, yeah. Yeah. They're not going to be a case of, right, well, I'll, I'll come again then next time. You know, it's, I genuinely think you've got to play to get interest and that is what this that is what these next nine games have to be now you've got it's to the show next nine games and it's the business in the summer it is you've got to show you've got to show how we are going to play next season yeah. and what sort of players are going to play next season and you know because if you don't if we just have games like if we have games like crawley to the end oh like you know who where is the interest for next year well there isn't any is there no you, you know obviously You'd expect there to be fans in, in the stadium sort of by the time we, we start the new season. Mm-hmm. But it'd be interesting to see if you can still watch games for a tenner. And I know originally they said that, no, that's not, not what it's going to be. It's just when, when fans can't go in. But I suppose if you had that option, I, you know, it's nice to have both options. But then at the same time, if you can watch it at home for a tenner, nobody's going to go to the ground, are they? Of course you're not. Not, at all. I think not after the be... first two kind of games. I think, you know, everybody wanted to get back in. It'd be great. Then we'll get hammered like 3-0. Like, and you know. I think there's going to be things where like certain groups <laughs> might qualify for like to be able to do a season pass like this. You know, like vulnerable groups, things like that. If they yeah. generally don't want to go back in yet or they still have to shield for things like that. You know, it, it, I, I think there might be options. But yeah, equally, they're not going to stream. You wouldn't have thought they're going to stream every game, are they? You know, but I don't know. We'll have to see with that. Um, but but you, about you yesterday's the, game, oh, yeah, we're missing on. one very important factor. We've just had 10 days off. Yeah. We should have come back fully recharged and ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. And I we mean, you weren't back. playing. You weren't. I, do you know what? That, that is something, actually, because a lot of it, they look, they look tired. You know, yes. I think that was the thing. They looked tired. And I, yeah, we've had the break. And I guess it's one of them things. It's like, you, if you say you play, you've played Saturday, Tuesday for so long, your players look tired like that. If you play, if you have the break off, you know, they look tired because there's no match fitness. It's like, which is the correct one? Exactly. And we're now going back into it. I think Cox said it, five weeks of playing Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday. Yeah, it's, it's that till the end of the season now. Yeah. That is basically what it is. So if they're um, knackered now, God help them when we come around to playing Tranmere in a couple of weeks. Well, this is it. I mean, you look at the fixtures. Uh, we've got Carlisle next, which obviously isn't isn't easy. You've got Tranmere. I think we've got Newport in there as well. You know, Forest Green. Forest Green, of course, yeah. Um, there's games like Mansfield and Walsall. Still got to go to Bradford. Stevenage as well, last day. Yeah. Orkham, I think, is another one. So, you know, it, not easy games, you know. But is is what do you want from these last couple of games or, or even just the next game even just the Carlisle game I know um, uh, Matt's obviously it's not here on this one he's saying he'd start Olamola next game 
Uh, obviously, it was, actually, that's that's something. It was. It was. I know we only got three minutes or so. But it was nice to see him back on the pitch. I I actually thought um, when he came on um, against Bradford that he got injured within about ten seconds, and I thought that we was going to go straight off again. Thankfully, that wasn't the case. Um, but yeah, why not? But is is he fit enough to start a game? I don't know. Probably not, to be honest. Um, but yeah, if he is, why not start him? Um, there's any reason not to because. He doesn't necessarily have to play yesterday. the whole game. No, no, he doesn't. Game. He can come off after 20 minutes if he wants. Yeah. Uh, you know. But I think that you know whoever played yesterday clearly not really didn't really stake a claim, did they, for a place well, I mean, based on that performance? I mean, it was loft, wasn't it? And then we sort of, I don't know, we experimented with sort of other people with him. He, um, Green was up there a little bit, wasn't he? And and we sort of rotated it a bit, I think. But it, it just, it, I don't know, it didn't work. It didn't really work. I think Cox has said as well that as we talked about earlier, that we favour a you know a bit of a counter attacking, but I don't know. Just I don't know. We're not getting at them, you know. I think and I think he could have made those do. changes fifteen minutes earlier yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He left it far too late. What's I think it was late yesterday. Well, yeah, exactly. But it's like it's frustrating because we've seen it, haven't we? We saw it at Bradford. You know, yeah. you can attack teams. We saw it at Harrogate as well. You know, that's another one. We we've got the ability to do that. And a couple of games ago, we were saying, weren't we, that we we weren't we 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 got we've gone away from I don't know letting the opposition dictate it, and we were trying to do our yeah. thing. And yesterday, I I don't know, I don't know if it just didn't work or if Crawley nullified us in some way, but we just didn't seem to have that plan really of what we were going to do. And I mean, and yeah, yeah, you know, you in a way, you know, we got a point. It's another point on the board. We move on. We go on to the next one, but. You know, Carlisle again. That that's it's going to be a tough game. It is going to be a tough game, and that's what worries me. If we if the if the Crawley Town team turn up, then I think we're going to get we're going to get a beating. There's, there's players in there, really. When you look at it, we were were connected, Carlisle, aren't they? I mean, Loft was there, wasn't he? And Olamola yeah. obviously was on loan there last time around. So, so what a great reason for point starting Olamola going back to Carlisle. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, you know, I think at this point. You're like, what have we got to lose? What's he got to lose, Brad? He's yeah. got nothing to lose. Beyond beyond injury, obviously, if he's you know if if he is able to yeah. start a game, let's yes yeah, get him on because like we've not we've still not really seen an awful lot of him, have we? No, not at all. But as I said earlier, Cox is saying there's players knocking on the fringes of the first team. Well, come on then, let's have a look mm. at them because if they're going to be the players that are going to be playing for us next season, let's see now if they're any good. Well, that's the thing. Do you think that is what these next nine games have to be? Like well, it has to be because the 23s season. are not playing now, are they? True. Their exactly. season's suspended. Yeah. So what yes, are they doing? Season. They're just training every week now. Well, like, I mean, I guess. I guess I'm assuming it, it would go into maybe one squad, really. Um, I don't know. I don't know how that's going to work. But yeah, this, it's, this is the only chance, really, you're going to get to play at the minute, isn't it? It's in yeah. the first team. So, and as we know, it's a big squad. It's still a big squad. So we've got options I, th- I think we've got to be trying stuff now. I think I, I, I'd like to get mathematically safe. Yeah, of course I would. But I think another two, well, probably another two wins. I'd probably I think two it. wins and we'll be safe yeah. and then you can start doing what you want to, I think. I think so. And yeah, they're not in the next two. Is Was it Carlisle and Tramia? They're not easy at yeah. all. You know, no. Actually, I'd say they're as difficult as we've had Tramia probably. Um, but yeah, let, I, I, think you, I think you've got to really end this season with the statement of intent, because oh, if, we have just, to. if we just play like we played yesterday, or if we play like we played at South End, you know, it, you're not going to watch the last sort of five or six games, are you? If we have another two or three like this, you've got to really get the. I don't know. It's that exciting football that we want, isn't it? The, the sort we did see it in moments at Bradford, 
you know, yeah. I think I genuinely think you need we need a game where we just come out, we do what we want to do, and you know, we just go at it. And I know, yeah, I know it's easy to say that. I know, of course, yeah, it completely is different on the pitch, but we need to get back to something a little bit like that because nine games left, we we can't just fade out like we had we did yesterday. No, not at all. We got to see the football that Cox was promising us when he came into the club. That's the thing. Let's see how exciting we can be. Well, I mean, you'd like to think that there'll be a few more performances before the end of the season, really, wouldn't you? Because I, you know, I think you know Matt said yesterday that they were basically on the beach yesterday, weren't they? So yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah, yeah. We don't want to see that again. And and you, you'd think that some of the players would want to put some performances to kind of set the claims for maybe a contract next season or sort of put themselves in the shop window for next season as well, because it's still a difficult market, relatively speaking. Um, for footballers, I mean, look at look at Caracal. You know, we, we we weren't sure we were going to sign him, but he, he's been one of our better players since he's come in. So um, <clears throat> you'd like to think you'd, you'd see a bit of endeavour, really, yeah. <laughs> for the rest of the season, because not many people are going to continue to pay to watch the games if they're going to be like that like your game yesterday. But you know, sort of be interesting to see, to be quite honest, um, and and see what we we'll want to do with it. But there's some tough games going on, and we we can still get relegated. Um, and we, we probably will if we play like that again for the rest of the season. But um, you know, I, think, I still think we're safe. I think we're safe. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I, think, I think it's. In, I think we have just enough. But like you say, I think we're win safe. Or two, right? we'll but do I agree. I agree with Matt. Yeah, we're too not out of it. No, like that. Yeah, we're back in trouble again. No, absolutely. we've done that before, haven't we? We've we have <laughs> walked into relegation in League One. We thought, ah, it's never going to happen, and then boom, you've, you've gone. But yeah. um, you don't yeah. want to be going to Bradford on the penultimate game of the season, needing to get a bloody victory. Well, no, because you're not going to get it here. So there is that. No. Um, we got it two days ago. Stephen, <laughs> well, yeah, well, away is a bit different, but yeah, I agree. So it'll be interesting, and 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 yeah, you'd like to think that Cox was a bit annoyed, really, to be quite honest with yesterday's performance. But I think um, he is from his his comments. You know, I, I do get that impression. You know, yeah, and I think because... I, I think he's just said frustrated, really. You know, and I think it's the same. It's, it's used the same language that we're using, really. It's it is just frustration, I think. Yeah, exactly. And and you don't want to have to pay ten quid for that and and watch it, really, do you? So. Um, so yeah, I suppose it is, it is what it is. But you'd like to think that we'd get some some better performances towards the end of the season, better than that, anyway. But who the hell knows? Who knows? Um, uh, right, okay. Let's let's leave it there. I think um, we'll do. I, I maybe probably group the next two games together. So we'll probably come back about a week's time next weekend. I think all being well, uh, and like I say, do the Tuesday game and then that following Saturday game. Uh, but yeah, thank you very much for listening to this one, and we'll see you on the next one. At Tiger Self Storage, we offer both commercial and domestic storage to allow us to cater to all your storage requirements. We care about our clients, and that is why we offer up to six weeks free storage for all new clients. Our facility has state-of-the-art security with 24-hour CCTV, an alarmed and gated property, and personal access codes for maximum security. We also sell high-quality storage merchandise at low prices. If you're looking for storage for moving home, general decluttering, or maybe even storage for your business, Tiger Self Storage has a unit for you. For a free quote, visit our website, tiger-storage.co.uk.